How do you write songs for a kid's album? What are your goals? John Altoff is one of the primary writers for Sovereign Grace Music Kids Albums. And on this episode of Sound Plus Doctrine, he joins Bob and I to talk about how to write songs for kids. Welcome to Sound Plus Doctrine. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. And we have John Altoff with us. Hello. Which we're so excited about. Yeah. Um, today we're talking about kids' albums. Um, and Sovereign Grace Music kids' albums. Specifically, right? Yes. Not kids' uh, albums in general. <laughs> Just, yeah, specifically the ones that, John, you have uh, helped us, not, well, not only helped us make, uh, without you, we wouldn't even have the last two kids' albums. <laughs> I was just figuring this out. Theology, out of 11 songs, you, you wrote or co-wrote seven of them. Hmm. And then uh, Listen Up was our last one. You wrote or co-wrote eight out of 13 of those songs. So you are a like kids song guru, and <laughs> wow. it's just such a privilege to ha- to be able to ch- talk about the, the you know your process and yeah. and just your heart for this. So yeah. we, we we've you've been with us once before, and we talked about this. But have you always had? You have how many kids? I have four. Four. Yeah. Ages? They're fourteen, eleven, soon to be ten, and then four. Fourteen, so, dude. Yeah. 14 That's down so to four. Great. It's so great. So have you, like, you know, from the moment they were born, just been writing songs for them, and just this just kind of comes out of you? Or? You know, now that you mention that, I actually did. I wrote a song for my daughter when she was in the womb, that and we used to so sing it to her. <laughs> yeah. Used to sing it to her when she was in Shay's tummy. I, mean, I don't know if people can hear her. this now, but there's people mowing outside. And, oh, yeah. You know, other podcasts, we'd wait, they'd find another day to record, but no, we no. do it. Seize the we're, day. We're, well, we're yeah, pushing we want through. you to know that there's a lawnmower in the background. <laughs> exactly. right. Everybody that mows. Gra- there's grass yeah, in Everybody the mows. Yeah. And people yeah. have to cut it. Yeah. That's right. So, all right, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, um, yeah, I've written songs for my kids. Mm. I, I actually had kind of forgotten about that, but yeah. Wow. Um, so, it was awesome. fun. So a few years ago, Marty Michalski, a pastor in Sovereign Grace, came to us with this concept. Well, it was more than a concept, but it was a book, a children's curriculum, a family devotion called Theology, which I just loved. Yeah. And he said, um, you know, do you want to do uh, an album to go along with this? And we'd already done that with Prepare and Room, our Christmas album, mm. which turned out to be an right. adult album, but he had actually had a devotional mm-hmm. uh, that, that was a uh, companion to that. So... I want to talk about just some of the songs on theology because yeah. I think you tackled some topics uh, that that is just hard to to express to kids. You know, mm. it seems to be there there are two ways you go with kids' songs. You can go two extremes. One is to treat them just like an adult song, you know, and it's big words, and you just they figure, have no idea. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Over time, they'll just get it. Um, and then the other is, well, they'll never get this, so we'll just allude to this and and kind of. You know, just barely say anything about it. Really make it really fun, mm-hmm. but they don't really teach. So we're yeah. trying to find that middle mm, ground, right? And our kids' songs are probably longer than many kids' songs would be. Yeah, but still fun, but try to get down into those concepts. So, yeah. so the one, the, one of them that was really um, amazing to me was totally God, totally man, yeah. and and I, mm-hmm. I got to co-write with you on this, just mm-hmm. some lyrical stuff, but talk about that. It's the incarnation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how, where do you begin with that? Because where it ended up was this, yeah. uh, no, be, doo-wop. Yeah, right. I remember being in the studio, yep. singing the doom, doom, 
Dude, right? Which the is not where I go with incarnation. <laughs> right. Right. No. Yeah. But it's, it's duality. Kids. It is kids. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you, how did you approach that? How did you hmm. think about that? Yeah. Well, I think I started off, you know, just with the idea of Jesus being fully God and fully man. And that concept is so difficult even for an adult. <laughs> to really grasp. I mean, it's a mystery, right? So you, the song actually starts off, Jesus, he's yeah. fully God and fully man. That's it's really, really hard yeah. to understand, so let me try to explain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, honestly, I think that was the first thing I ever wrote about the song, was just that, mm. was just that mm. that part. It's really hard to understand. But then um, I remember thinking about how do you flesh this out for kids? And so part mm. of it was trying to, trying to um, capture in the lyrics a way that you could say this is sort of like the fully God part of Christ, and this mm. is the fully man part. So it's it's all those juxtapositions, so to yeah. speak. Mm. All those things were like um, Jesus. Uh, what's it? Um, I have some words here. Yeah, His Word upholds the galaxies, but He yeah. battled like a baby in His mother's arms. Yeah, understands the universe, but He had to go to school to learn how to write His name. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> or or his, his feet walk upon the ocean blue, but they also his they feet got, got tired and, and dirty, dirty too on the yeah, dusty roads. Yeah. So just you know, looking at something like that, it's yeah. like here's Jesus who has the power over the whole universe and can walk on water, hmm. and yet his feet got dirty and they needed to be washed. Yeah. You know, when he went to eat with people. <laughs> and so it's just it's just trying to find a way. I think more than anything is that you want a kid to walk away with that same sense of wonder that hmm. we that we have, yes. but at their level. So something like that that's a picture of saying like, okay, I can imagine a person walking on the water, but then I can also see like his feet being dirty. That's yes. that picture, right. or or right. him needing right. like you know when he falls asleep in the boat and there's a storm, but he's sleeping because he he was physically tired, tired and yeah. he fell asleep. Yeah. So it's just like trying to find those those pictures in the scriptures that help us realize or try to comprehend as best we can. Like this is God and man in one yeah. person. Yeah. And then you just captured that so well in the chorus. He's mm. totally God, totally man, both in one. He's the great I am to save the world, fulfill God's plan. He had to be totally God, totally man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've had more than one parent come to me and say, you know what, I was listening to that song the other day, and it just helped me understand the incarnation. It's so, so much cool. Better. Yeah. Yeah. So because yeah. so it should serve it should serve, you know, kids that we're trying to, but when adults listen to it. Yeah. I yeah. remember at a Worship God conference, Craig Cabanis was preaching and was talking about the God of Wow. Mm. And just yes. made a point of the God of Wow yes. of that. Yeah. We're still I love what you said. We're we're still in the wonder yeah. of the incarnation. We're still right. in the wonder of the gospel. Absolutely. And 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 if we're amazed, we're passing that to our kids. Yeah. And they're amazed. And we're showing, look how amazing this is. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I, I do remember. You didn't write that song, but no, no, no. the I'm principle remains the same. Yeah. Right. That you the Lord uses <laughs> But you did write another song, and it's Craig Cabanis, just in case oh, he's you. listening, you know. Um, which I'm sure he won't be. But um, the other song, well, the number of songs I want to talk about, but a very deep talk topic was just the way God wanted us to be. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so describe that and the origins of that. I'm going to pull up the words here. Yeah, for sure. You know, I remember um, Brittany. My daughter. Actually, yeah, your daughter, Brittany. I remember Brittany, uh, we were at your house for a songwriting retreat, and I think I was just mulling around, like mulling around the house, not really knowing what to do at that point. And she had said something. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Which she was is not your typical status, but I don't know at that point. At some <laughs> points, you just need a break, right? Wandering you need that around. mental break. So I'm wandering <laughs> around. For what? How did and, you get in here? Yeah, and and Brittany, I think was 
maybe was had read something um, and was just she kind of mentioned the idea of a song that could just help boys and girls understand like the glory of what it means, you know, the beauty of what it means to be made a boy or to be made a girl yes. and the differences. Which that, there's that, a lot of confusion yeah, about in our current culture. Right. But like those are things that we need to celebrate, right? That God mm-hmm. made man in his image, male and female, he created them. Mm-hmm. And so just the uniqueness is something that we can be that we can celebrate and be thankful for. You know? Yes. And so that was so her mentioning something like that just kind of was the spark, mm-hmm. you know, to go and I remember like finding a room by myself and just beginning to like read, you know, whatever Marty had and just reading some scriptures, reading that scripture I just mentioned from Genesis and just kind of prayerfully going, okay, like, well, how do we, how do we communicate that, you know? Mm. And so it was just one of that kind of phrase that like realizing like whether if you're a boy or, or if you're a girl, you are just the way God designed you yes. to be mm. and that we can celebrate that. So, you know, in, even in the chorus, then we kind of have that little like, he made us boys and the boys get to say, they get to shout, yeah. boys! He made us girls and then all the girls get to shout, you know? Although at that age they sound a lot alike. They do, they do. <laughs> but you know, so, so, boys so, talk a lot. So that's right. Loud. <laughs> but one of the things about you know with kids' music is I'm I'm thinking too of the children's ministry workers at local yeah, churches who yeah. are going to yeah. use this song, or even like if you're if you're a family that has boys and girls in your family and you're doing like a family devotion. I mean, it's a very easy way to think of like, okay, this is something that our kids can do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, boys. Now when they say boys, you get to shout boys, and then yes. when girls, you get to shout yes. girls. And so yes. even when I've led this song in a kid's class, like, that's the kind of thing kids love to do, you know? Mm. It's like the old hallelujah, hallelujah, praise you, Lord, and you split the kids up into groups, and then they stand up, you know, it just turns into, like, chaos. (laughs) (laughs) They're shouting at the top of their lungs, there's no singing anymore. (laughs) Well, again, the chorus just sums it up so well. And and I think of Lady Gaga's song, Born This Way, Mm. and how this is so different. (laughs) Similar in some ways. Yeah, we were born this way. We're just the way God wanted us to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you say in your chorus, we are the image of the God of all the world. He made us boys, he made us girls. Because that's what it says, male and female, yes. he created them. Mm-hmm. In the image of God, he created them. Yep. Different pieces of the puzzle joined together perfectly. We are just the way God wanted us to be. And then you go into so clear. beyond male and female. We're shades of brown, we're short and tall, but God himself designed us all unique so we could see he wants each one to play a part, to show the world the Father's heart, to have a family mm-hmm. of different different people. Yeah. Uh, and, and you and really you, helped a lot with those lyrics, Bob. I don't as you're remember. Reading, no, you really that, did, because as you're reading those, I was I was actually reminded, I was like, oh yeah, that's that was Bob's line. Well, I was just going to say that's... Just you even when you when you sing it, yeah. it just sounds like a goofy kind of fun song. Oh yeah, it's got yeah, this yeah, country yeah. feel. And, and you and the kids are shouting, and you're you know. But when you stop and just talking about the craft of songwriting, when you stop and listen and read those lyrics just as they are, that is so hard to do. Yes, that's so hard to do to be clear and to be focused and to not have to say a ton of things. Right. But enough information that you can read it, and I can say, oh, I fully understand that. And a child can sing it, and if they were really thinking, and if they're even older, they can think it and and go, oh, no, that really makes sense. Yeah. You know? So that's just, that's so hard to do, and I think it just takes a lot of time to build that craft. Yeah. um, To to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. And and you wrote a rap song on this album. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. All about Jesus. Tell us about that. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even remember where I got the idea of doing the rap, other than I knew that the song... Well, John, you, I mean, you look like a guy who would do rap. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. It's probably just... It flows out, out of you. Just, flows just out like of me. me. Yeah. Not all of us, probably. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I was working on the song all about Jesus and was already loving the song and thinking of it as like this biblical theology, right? That all the scriptures point to Christ. And so I just, I don't know, somewhere along the lines, just one of those ideas that pops in your head and you go, what if we could like write a rap that just kind of, maybe, I don't know if Hamilton was already out at the time or something. I was trying to, maybe it wasn't. Okay. But nope. for whatever reason, I you just thought- You were way ahead of your time. Oh yeah, for way sure. Ahead of your time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But anyway, so yeah, I just kind of sat down and thought, why not? Just give it a shot. I think part of it was I had written a scripture memory song a few years before that, mm. and I did a rap in that. Mm. And kids really love to try, like- some, yeah, it's like a challenge. Yeah. Like, can I memorize yeah. this rap? Yeah, you know. And so I've I've seen a lot of the kids in our own church um, that have done that. Where like they memorize it and they'll be like, Mister John, Mister John, I know the whole thing. You know. <laughs> and I'm so like, cool. that's awesome because it's, it's just it is just a biblical well, theology. You take it with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, it's yeah, it's the story of the Bible in right. five short verses. Yeah, it's <laughs> that, and that was that was my my hope. I, I guess when I started writing, it was like, how can I get the 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 main things yeah. like the creation the fall the redemption through Christ and the fact that he's coming back you know yeah so it's brilliant and I, what i love is that just as you mentioned it's a challenge for kids to learn it's like yeah. hey, i want to learn this and then they do yeah. and that those words get in their minds yeah and it stays with them and and if i could yeah i was going to say if i could jump in on one thing yeah. um that's what I, when you were talking a while ago david uh, one thing that i love about writing for kids is I think we've all had this experience where there are songs that you learn when you're a kid that will stick with you for the rest of your life. Oh yeah. And so it, it yeah. feels like there's a there's a kind of a weightiness in a sense of like if you write a kid song really well, it can keep coming back to a person, you know, yes. over and over again. Like a lot of times when people get, you know, older, maybe in a nursing home, they can forget a lot of things, yes. but there will be mm-hmm. songs and lyrics and hymns and things like that that they will remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you're planting a seed of a song that has truth in it like that, you know who knows what the Lord could do with that? Maybe it's someone mm-hmm. that sort of walks away from the faith when they're a teenager, but they remember that rap when they're 25, yeah. and something mm-hmm. about those words being in there just reminds them about the message of the gospel. Who knows? Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just that's one of the things I love about writing songs for kids is just knowing that there's such a potential that's so for God great. to use that yeah. later on. That's so great. And these would be for kids. I mean, our albums are geared towards kids, probably five to eleven, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, younger kids can enjoy them. Older kids can enjoy them. But that they're they're starting to be able to put thoughts together, mm-hmm. starting to figure out you know their worldview, what, what's right. important, what matters, what makes sense. And mm-hmm. so again, they're they're a little more challenged than hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. They're not yeah. just fun. Yeah. yeah. Trying to make them fun. Right. But they're not so complicated that um, you know, kids they're just way above their heads. Right. Right. So you you have just done a f- I think a fabulous job um, doing that for us. So the second album that you really participate in mm-hmm. was Listen Up. You wrote eight or co wrote eight of the 13 songs, <laughs> and uh, wrote another one of the rap song, Lord Help Us Forgive. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I do. Can you talk about that a little bit, how that came together? Hmm. Um, I mean, it was kind of similar to All About Jesus in a way. Uh, I, I don't know if it was like, hey, we, we did the rap last time, let's do another one. But, you know, with I think with every song that you start to write, 
you got to figure out a way to make it somewhat unique. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought for that song, I thought, what if we could make this kind of like a some kind of a hip hop or some kind of a, a thing where the rap is kind of like the main part of the song, and yes. then there's a melodic yes. chorus. Mm-hmm. And so I like, should mention, this is an al- uh, album based on the parables of Jesus. Right. And mm-hmm. this is a, the parable about the unforgiving servant. Right. So Yeah. And now, so now I'm remembering when you and I were tossing this back and forth, that's when we were talking about Hamilton. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Hamilton had okay. come out at that point, and I had listened to it, and I just thought, man, this is so good. And I, I think I remember wanting to write something that was like, that tells the story, but with that style. Yes. But then having a chorus that is melodic and kind of, you know, brings things back together, and it's kind of like this male-female duet in octaves that kind yes. of goes along. And so, yeah, that that, that was really the... The genesis behind Well, and I love like when you put it in the the sort of the rap context, you're able to say a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a short amount of time. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, mm. that's why that's such a popular musical because it's so much information. Mm-hmm. But um it's just like it's a wonderful tool in the toolbox uh, of a songwriter uh, that you can go, well, we can say a lot here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this con- context, we don't have to say a lot. You right. know, we could just give a very simple principle. Yeah. Yep. You know, I've noticed like when we get songwriters together, write a kids' album, it's always so fun, mm-hmm. and people are just so, so into it. And I thought maybe we should learn from that. It's mm-hmm. like the, the idea of boiling down, you know, these deep theological concepts to words that that we love to sing, and yeah. this makes sense. And mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's not quite as Fun, but it's enjoyable. It can be enjoyable and you know, something that people want to sing. Because yeah. I know when I listen to our kids' albums, which I do occasionally, I just think that's so great. Mm. And part of it, part of the help comes from the fact that we send these songs to Ben Gowell. Mm-hmm. He's an electric guitar player for Paul Balash, and he basically does the whole all the instruments for us. Yeah. So they put together some great instrumental tracks. Oh, yes. And uh, yeah. then we add the vocals back in. So it's it's great. Um, so Lord help us forgive. I was going to ask to read the uh, chorus to that, because one thing that we we seek to do in the kids' songs is to have a clear presentation of what Jesus came to do. Mm-hmm. So your chorus is our debt was satisfied, our debt was satisfied on the cross when Jesus died. And if we've been forgiven, it's got to change the way we're living. How can we hold a grudge? How can we fail to love once we have known what mercy is? Lord, help us to forgive. Mm-hmm. That still affects me. That's, mm-hmm. that's so great. So another song that you wrote was "Welcome In." Mm-hmm. And I th- yeah, I think I helped. I, mean, I, you th- I think you participated did. Yeah. on these, but they're they're so meaningful because you come with this concept in most of the song, and then I'll just do a little tweak. "Welcome In" was a song that uh, was about Lazarus, mm-hmm. the story, the parable of Lazarus right. and the rich man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful song. It's a heavy song. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. here's one of the lines. Um, Our God in heaven is just. His eyes can bear no sin. His holiness and nothing less is needed to come to him. Mm-hmm. For those mm-hmm. who don't believe, God's judgment is their choice. But those made right through the blood of Christ will know the greatest of joys. And then this both... I'm sorry, I'm going to read the whole song. Both hell and heaven are real. Yeah. And God wants us to know that Christ endured what we each deserve so heaven could be our home. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, what was what were you thinking? Uh, you not even heard? adults are That's... singing that. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. And I thought about, you know, putting this, when we were putting this on the album, I thought, this, someone, a kid could 
come to know Jesus yeah. as they're singing the song. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, your thoughts behind that? Yeah, I think just starting with, like you said, the parable of Lazarus and just you know, sitting down and reading that and realizing that, yes, heaven and hell are both real. Mm. And some, you know, sometimes we, I don't want to say we forget that, but we gloss over it, you we know? Do. And um, that's what makes... We the, don't act as though it's true. Yeah. Mm. But that's what makes the good news good news, mm-hmm. right? Is that you, you need rescued from your sin. And if you're not rescued from your sin, that's your eternal destiny. And so I think, again, just going back to that, there is a weight to all these songs, but figuring out how do you communicate this? And, you know, so that, that's kind of where the song started. But then, you know, I think, I think that one took a little bit longer yeah, to write, if I remember. I think we were back and forth on that very for quite careful. a while. Trying to be very careful. Yeah, you really have mm-hmm. to craft, you know, the lyrics just, just so, so that it's like you're not trying to intentionally scare yes. somebody. Yes, yes. Yeah. But you just and want I to remember. communicate the reality yeah. of it, you know I mean? Well, and what I really appreciate you about you, John, is in your writing is that you take a topic and you sort of internalize it. Yeah. I think it could be easy to do to... It could be an easy thing to say, hey, let's write a kid's album. Right. And then you just go, let's make this song about joy or... Mm-hmm. Yes, But yes. that you... The the idea that you would take the time to sit down, I'm going to read this, this you know, this uh, story about Lazarus and let it affect me. Mm-hmm. And from that, I'm going to be able to put that, you know, those lyrics on page. Yeah. And I think being affected by the topics you're writing... It's is huge. going to write better songs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's huge, and yep. I love I love that that's a part of every song you've talked about. It's well, I sat down, I thought about this, I internalized this. Mm. I really appreciate that. Mm, thanks. So, if you were gonna say to someone, someone's asking you, John, mm-hmm. I want to write kid songs. Yeah, just what what kind of counsel would you give them? Because I also want you to talk about musically. Yeah, we've talked mm. a lot about lyrics. Uh huh. But the the music you write is so catchy or Thanks. beautiful. You know, it just it it moves you. Yeah. So what what are you thinking about there? What kind of counsel would you give, both lyrically and musically? Sure. We talk some about lyrically internalizing and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think from a music standpoint, I would say um, in the uh, another podcast that we recorded, um, uh, I was sharing about you know having done several years of writing scripture memory songs yes, with kids, yes. and one of the things. I learned through that process was that, and this is like a no-brainer, but kids love to have fun, right? And so a lot of the, a lot of times, probably the vast majority of the songs, I think for a kid's song, it needs to be upbeat, like it needs mm-hmm. to be pretty like fast or something, yes. um, or that, and it, it needs to have something that's like musically what we would call a hook, which is, if you're not familiar with what a hook is, it's, it can be anything, but it's it's that thing that you can't get out of your head. Mm-hmm. It's like a little melodic the thing. Earworm. Or, ear, yeah, yeah, the earworm. earworm. It's yeah, just yeah. something that you find yourself humming or you find yourself singing. Mm-hmm. And so there needs to be a certain amount of repetition, right? Mm-hmm. So that there's like a repeated melody mm-hmm. or something Good. that just, it keeps you coming back. And it is a hard balance. If I, we've talked about this before where you don't want it to be so repetitious where people get bored of it or they're sick of it or they're like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. Or the parents just, are saying yes. The parents are like, I, I cannot stand, stand this. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Baby Shark, right? But yeah. it's it's like, it, but it still has like a, a fun quality and it has this like repetition to it. Right. So I always try to think about that. Like this needs to be fun. Like it That's, probably needs yeah. to be up tempo. And a lot of times I'll I'll even try to imagine a group of kids standing in front of me and I've got my guitar and I'm just about ready to teach them this song. And so if I put myself in that place mentally, yeah. then mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wander around with my melodies. Like I'm gonna try to pick something that's like a few notes, three or four, maybe mm-hmm. five notes that's got a pattern and then just repeat that pattern and make sure it's something that to me, I'm like, I enjoy singing this. Or, you know, the other thing that's interesting I found is um, 
if you can imagine someone making like hand motions to your song uh, when it's done, good. I think like that's a win. Hmm. So if I'm writing something that has a, a mental image that I could see somebody going like, oh, well, this is, you know, it's cross, so they're going to do this, or it's like sunrise to sunset, or I don't yeah. know, just something that you yes. can imagine somebody yes. making hand motions to tends to be like, I think this might work. But yes. yeah, musically, I think just keep it upbeat, keep it fun. And the other thing too, I think is with kids' music, knowing that if you're gonna, if they're gonna be volunteers in a church setting doing these songs with kids, there need to be chords that you know are not like way out there. Yeah. Now, right. you yeah. know, some of the chords we did are like pretty interesting, and you're like, oh, yeah. it's kind of hard to get around having to use <laughs> yeah. some of those chords. But as much as you can, like, try to keep pretty simple chords in the songs and keep it upbeat and kind of go from there. So short, mm. short melodic patterns, upbeat. Those that's, are that that's a great really place helpful. to start. Very yeah. helpful. Yeah. Well, John, you you are a gift. Oh, thank you. And, uh, Appreciate that. Just love having you on the podcast. Great to be here. Great. So some other time we need to talk about some other things, but yeah, love we'll to. just have you back on doing this. All right. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.